for the overthinker. I wanted rec to record something um, for my children, something for someone who kind of always finds themselves like in their own head. I kind of always think about on a daily basis how I can um, like improve my service, how I can kind of get people the results they want and how I can sort of ultimately change my life and what I actually like want for you as the listener. But obviously I've always already mentioned this, like on top of that I kind of wanted to have something for my children to kind of listen back onto. And I kind of, as I sort of prepare for these podcasts, I write some notes and just to help me kind of keep flowing when I'm kind of talking. And as I was writing things down, like thoughts kept coming back into my head. Um, and I hope my children don't worry about things. Like I hope they're not worriers. I think this is one of like the biggest internal factors that determines like someone's like happiness um, and their ability to relax. I know it's a pretty, pretty big statement, but when you're young, you think like happiness is almost like uh, like a consequence of like ticking boxes. I think it comes from a, a place of like achieving things like you get the girl, you get the job, you get the promotion, you lose some weight, like you achieve the status. You get to a point where you uh, you like feel you deserve respect. Like you get the fast car, the big house. Maybe the family comes. These are all incredible. Like incredible, incredible things. But when you break it down and just sort of think about it, they're just milestones. Milestones and steps along a much longer path. Steps that just kind of help you get there. And I suppose something that I've come to realise is that the truth is that most of our lives is not the thrill of kind of getting there. Most of our lives is we're just somewhere along the way. Most of your life is not the day that your firstborn arrives, you graduate, you lose your virginity, Arsenal win the league again, that is a dream. You buy a yacht, you win the Nobel Peace Prize, you get a million listeners on your podcast. Most of your life is normal stuff. Tuesday afternoon, you go and do a bit of work, you get some milk, you get the bread in, you decide, you sit and decide, you flick through Netflix and decide what film you want to watch on the box, have a coffee, you're stuck behind that driver, trying to, you're late and you're trying to get to where you're going and you're standing in that queue thinking, I should have left the house earlier. They're all a string of very, very normal moments. But the question becomes like, what is your normal? What are you thinking about when your mind drifts? Can you feel present? 
can you appreciate the little things? How comfortable do you feel when there's no distraction? And how do you feel about the future? All of those will hinder your ability to have normal moments. And the, the thing that does that is worrying. Because worrying makes any makes us, makes you, makes me scared of uncertainty. Rather than it being something to be excited about, it will keep you occupied thinking about like all the bad stuff that could happen and stop you from enjoying the good stuff that does happen. It makes the worst case scenario seem way more likely it hinders your ability to concentrate and be um, be creative because you'll take less risks. Worrying dulls down the best parts of your day, the parts that need to be appreciated. Because what tastes better than a peanut butter on a bagel? A peanut butter bagel that you aren't worrying about. Don't worry. It's probably the worst phrase in the English language. <laughs> like, I use it quite a lot and I'm quite kind of make myself have to stop and pause and think like, don't say that because I don't think saying those two words to someone has ever helped anyone. I think the reason it doesn't work is because short term worrying isn't a choice. It's like no more having a choice than say like having hiccups or I guess having some sort of strange peanut butter obsession. Because if I was to make a podcast and say don't worry it's not really going to achieve anything is it? It's not going to make you go oh cheers for that Ben. That was worth my 15 minutes of my walk. But to kind of overcome anything, you first have to kind of try and understand it. So let's try and dig a little bit deeper and ask, ask ourselves like a few questions on bits and pieces. Let's kind of see if we can kind of like unravel it. Misjudging the gravity of situations. Like we as human beings are really resilient. We do have the ability to adjust. Like and it, it's fantastic. Um, like circumstances, like generally, can for some people be terrible. But on the flip of that, we can get to a point where we just almost normalise things, where the like our day to day stress levels, we decide to make them survivable. It's always like that. I'm always tired on a Tuesday. I always do that on a Friday. But as humans, we're able to find happiness in those kind of situations. Like it's safe there. 
And if you, if someone else was looking in on that, they would be like, why do they do that? But to that person, it's safe. They know what it is. So obviously, like, normalisation works in both directions, right? It's, it's almost as if, like, we have these slots inside our head throughout the day that are available for worrying. And, <laughs> like, we do what we can to almost, like, fill it. So there's people in, like, very, very good situations that can experience the stress levels of someone that isn't. Because we will put that much pressure on ourselves. And it's it's strange and it's sad. And it really annoys me that it takes something truly unpleasant for us to grasp how trivial the rest of the kind of worries are. And we think one of the challenges... Well, I think one of the challenges of becoming self-aware is attempting to see the world in kind of almost like a balanced perspective. Because we see it through our own sort of biased lens, like from the experiences we've basically had, right? I don't really need to say this, but I will. There is people like in the world who have truly, truly difficult lives, like horrible horrible daily situations so when you're overthinking things and you're worrying about things like bear that in mind exaggerating the likelihood of bad things happening we are emotional full stop <laughs> like if we were to like catch a disease I'm talking about corona <laughs> that was like 99% like had like a survival rate, we'd still panic. You'd still run around trying to tick things off a, a bucket list, almost like type scenario. But there is some people that are like more laid back and look at life and able to take more risks. Do they take more risks because they have an attitude? Or do they have that kind of vibe attitude because they take more action? I suspect it's the latter. Well, actually, I know it's the latter. To kind of get over that, kind of that worry that, oh, I don't know. Like, you have to expose yourself to feeling uncomfortable. Like, to say to yourself, you know, I am going to take this risk. Doing it, like, time and time again. Because that thing you're worrying about, that thing that might happen, is very unlikely. If you think back to every time you've worried about something in your life and then think to yourself, like, was it actually necessary? Because if you look, you look and think about it, you'll think to yourself, sugar, like, I actually didn't need to worry about that. And that's something that we need to kind of learn from. So moving forward, it's different. Trying to avoid disappointment. So if we prepare for the worst, then maybe when it does happen, you won't be so disappointed. It's a pretty rubbish theory, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think it's a very good one. I think that way you're just taking a longer, slower, taking the longer, slower route, right? Like almost like 
choosing the poison drip over over getting hit by the bus. <laughs> like, don't run from disappointment. Choose it. You can choose it to be a lesson. Choose to fail forward fast. They're all stepping stones. Habit and confirmation bias. There's a book called The Secret. It's basically to like summarize it. It's, it's about the law of attraction. So if you think positive, then positive stuff happens. Obviously, like I'm not entirely sold. But choosing to be positive about a situation will change your life. Maybe through like obviously knock on tangible events. Like the biggest factor is confirmation bias, right? Because you are looking out for it. So you assign more um, significance to it. So obviously in reverse, this is going to happen as well, right? I always feel like this. And then it almost becomes like this self-fulfilling prophecy. Because that's where you're choosing to take your mind. So when something bad happens, it's, see, I told you this always happens to me. And then it just feeds and creates this almost like habitual cycle of worry. You're under the impression that you're supposed to be in control. The irony of that is that you can become so sort of obsessed in your head, not like, but always whirling around in your head that you're missing out on the actual moments that you are trying to control and enjoy. Because you aren't actually worried about what you should be. And you're missing out on the opportunities to improve and experience things. You just kind of have to let go of wanting to have control. It's not it's like it's not you versus the universe. Like trying to tame it. I guess you are it. <laughs> This is getting weird, isn't it? But basically, if you try and control it, you'll just be left wanting. Like living cautiously will stunt your happiness. Quote from Frankie D. Roosevelt. There is nothing to fear but fear itself. There's obviously in a literal sense, like a lot of things to fear, like a plane crash, getting eaten by a crocodile, an empty peanut butter jar, forgetting to delete your internet history. (laughs) But the whole point of this is, and what it boils down to is, control what you can and let go of what you can't. Because if you can control it, there's no need to fear it. And if you can't, like why worry? There's there's no point. Controlling like what you can is just part of being a person that kind of has their shit together, basically. And letting go of like what you can't is just almost like acceptance of rules of the game. So, do your steps, weight train, eat enough fruit and veg. Kids, do your homework so you don't need to worry about those exams. And for everything else, just let go.
because if you can, then you will be free.